Good evening, and welcome back to the Diz Dads Podcast Plus. I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster, and with me tonight to record Diz Dads Podcast number 61 are my co-hosts, Willie Crocker. Hey, welcome back. And Tim Hicks. Hey, howdy, hey. Okay, I said that a little <laughs> slow, but hey. <laughs> yeah, well, you need to slow down on the Madden hand. Hey, howdy, howdy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so tonight, uh, you know, this is, we're recording this just after the conclusion of the big, uh, destination D23 event. And there were a lot of, uh, things that were either announced or that we got a bit more information on. And so we kind of really devote this entire show to uh, a look at what came out of D23, particularly that's relevant to uh, the Disney Parks experience. But before we jump into that discussion, we want to start by acknowledging our podcast sponsors. This Dad's Podcast Plus is brought to you by Wicked Mouse Travel and by Mouse Master Travel. They're each authorized Disney vacation planners and would love to help your family experience everything that is important to you about your next Disney destination vacation. You can check them out at wickedmousetravel.com or at mousemastertravel.com. All right, so guys, um, you know, the the this event started with all kinds of, of I think, nervousness. Um, there was some controversy at the beginning with the the sort of late breaking news as as Bob Chapek all of a sudden had a conflict because instead of appearing at D23, he had an obligation at a dinner party at Bob Iger's Watch house. Watch the Cowboys get beat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. you know. I think no, I was making my leaves in the backyard. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I mean, frankly, look, whether it was a matter of, of just miscommunication and, and Iger wanting to have one last powwow with, you know, the folks that he's leaving in charge behind him, or if the rumors that he was afraid he was going to get booed when he took the stage was the issue. Frankly, I don't think it matters. Probably. I mean, because the bottom line is that I'm glad that he didn't become the sideshow of D23 and take the attention away from right. the things that they were really talking about at D23 that, you know, will actually be things for us to to experience and look at and be a part of in the in the Disney parks. I mean, it just would have been a distraction. Well, Goodell gets booed every yeah. draft. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you got to expect the, the higher ups to get booed. I mean, no matter what. But here's the thing. Josh tomorrow does such a fabulous job and he's, he is a likable dude and he just does a fabulous job. So I'm all right. Let him take over. Let him run with it. It's good. It's yeah. all good. And I, I mean, look, 
like I said, it, it's it's just who the talking head is who's who's going to provide the information. Um, the the information itself wasn't going to change any one way or the other, whether you know, regardless of who was on the stage presenting it. Um, so let's let's start talking through kind of what some of the the you know most significant or the the most impactful things that came out of the the D twenty three event. Um, because it did seem yeah. to me like an awfully lot of this event ended up um, being devoted, initially at least, to sort of reassurance that a lot of the things that that you know we love about Disney Parks experiences that haven't been around for a little while because of you know changes that were being made due to COVID um, were either already back or on their way back. Um, what do you think? You agree? Totally. We knew that things were coming back, but oh, yeah. at least they gave us the spark to say it will be back in 2022. And I think, you know, that's uh, a lot of people are complaining. Oh, the magic's gone. The magic's well, hey, hang on. You know, this was a really rough period for us to get through, you know, to, to turn the pandemic to an endemic. And, you know, we're, we're getting close to that now. So uh, once we cross that finish line, if there is such a thing as a finish line, yeah, I know. Roll the eyes. So <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, you know, things things will be more quote unquote normal, or at least we'll settle into a new sense right. of normal, right? I agree. And so let's let's talk about, you know, the sort of the you know, the 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 arc of all of this, right? There's gonna be a, a sort of a sequence of updates and changes um coming really starting this month. Um, you know, we're gonna see by the end of November, um, We'll see more of the um, character meet and greet opportunities come back. Uh, we still won't have contact with characters, but the meet and greet locations are being built such. And, and I think we got some um, examples of those when um, uh, Willie was it your trip reporter Jay's when we were talking about the- Mickey when Mickey has the um, they they have like the flower boxes that you can't right. get around them, and it's really cool because I mean. At least you get to see Mickey. You get to see the characters. So right, and and they're and they're interacting with guests. They're just mm-hmm. not touching them. Right. And I always thought it was a little weird to touch some of them, but that's <laughs> just me. You know, I mean, it, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Hands off. <laughs> um, you know, so the things that they referred to that that as we talked about, Josh Tomorrow talked about in particular. Um, he talked about uh, character dining. Coming back, he didn't really give us any new character dining returns to talk about. Um, he mentioned Chef Mickey's, which has been back for a while now. Um, I don't know. To me, the ones that I wish he would have said something about are a few of the kind of the smaller um, character experiences, but the ones that were really guest favorites. And I'm thinking here particularly of um, like the the breakfast at um, uh, uh, all of a sudden, drawing a blank. Uh, Trattoria, El Forno. Trattoria, El Forno. Yeah, yeah. There what about well, yeah. El- nineteen hundred Park Fair? Yeah, that's another one. That's yeah. a home run yep. because it's two different experiences. Yes. You know, right. breakfast is different than dinner. Yes, and it's yes, it really is. good. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's a good example. Um, you know, both of those were ones that I, I had hoped that we'd get some update on and. It didn't seem, I didn't hear anything about any specific character meals that, you know, we don't already have updates on. 
Um, so that was a little disappointing. I would have liked to have gotten more detail there. Um, yeah. Well, I think they're they're doing the best they can to continue to try to create some quote unquote magical experiences, even though kids can't run up and hug the characters. Um, I have a friend that just got back and she's got a zillion pictures of, you know, the kids with the, with the characters in the background, you know, just probably, probably no more than three or four feet away, but still, you know, it, it, that's, it's better than nothing. Uh, And and to be fair, I mean, I think that the, the ones that we're not getting updates on yet are ones that are harder to established distancing in, um, you know, tutorial Forno and, right. and even, uh, 1900 park fair, th- their layouts are more difficult to keep the characters, you know, isolated from exactly. People coming up. Yeah. It's just closer quarters. Yeah. It's, that's rough. I mean, that unless they take tables out, which, you know, they've done on some, some, well, but again, to, what, you know, to, tutorial to especially was already, you know, Really, they they needed more space there, not less. I was going to say they need to double that place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so so all right. So we didn't get a lot on on the character meal front, other than to say, you know, they're they're continuing to kind of slow roll those out as they can. Um, I will say one thing on the character right. meet and greet. Yep. I will say that it seems to go faster now. Because you're not up there hugging and running and the little kid's scared. You know, it's like, it's almost like the bench that you just sit down, you take your picture and you move on. So the wait times seem to be right. a lot better than. It's a good point. I mean, you know. Yeah. You're not going to get to hug. You're not going to get to shake hands. You you come in, you you get in position. And they you take move on. Picture. Right. Bye bye. Right. Yeah. Um. The other good thing is we did get some more feedback on returning, um, you know, more returning in-park entertainment. So, um, you know, we've got Tyco Drummers back in Epcot, um, Friendship Boats sailing across the uh, lagoon again. Um, We've got Dapper Dan's back in Magic Kingdom. Um, Are we getting off kilter back? Nope. Well, doesn't look like it. Uh, and, and well, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, as I say, it doesn't look like it. I think we're just going to have to kind of wait and see, because I think to some extent that's what Disney is doing too. Um, you know, I think that, that which of the musical acts that come back and, and when is going to have as much to do with what happens with crowds and what happens with their uses of those spaces, right? Because part of it, is that that stage, um, you know, next to Canada is being used for other purposes right now. Um, and so, and, you know, until they've got the space, because it's important to have that space because it's a lot, it allows the, the musicians to perform safely, right. With, with some distance. Um, so, so the, yeah. And, and actually that's one of the things that I'm going to be interested to hear more about as people go and visit Epcot during the, the festival of holidays, because, you know, those, those storytellers and things were pretty intimate experiences. They were really right there with the guests and, um, they've said that they're going to continue with the festival of holidays, but, you know, I don't, I don't see how they can be as intimate an experience and still maintain appropriate distance. I just don't think it's going to be as close contact. It's going to be more of a, hello, we're here, you know, nothing big, but we're going to, we want to be there, but we can't touch you, you know? Well, and, and, and we just, we won't have, I don't think we'll have the sort of gather around the fire storytelling. Mm-hmm. 
Which, which, is, which is fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, to me, that's what made that that festival worthwhile. I mean, that's, that's right. what made it special. But but I get it. I mean, it's not something that, that they can do right now. And I guess my point is that in some areas, you know, um, like Morocco, right, used to have a, a temporary stage set up for the, the musicians that played there during festival holidays and, um, you know, places like that. Those we're not going to see as much of, but um, I, I want to say I saw some things about um, the the acrobat at um, from France coming back. Um, oh, really? The one That'd from cool. Italy's coming back too. Oh, um, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Italy, the guy that, that stands on right, chairs. Italy, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. That's yeah. I think he's coming back. Yes, yeah. yes. You can you can grab your wine and then from walk France over. And, and then walk over. There oh, you go. That, that is yeah. Italy, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, so that that's good. And I guess my point overall is I, I'm glad both that we're getting more in-park entertainment and that it's still considered important enough that it it was something that, that bore mentioning at, uh, you know, during D23, that, that they spent some time talking about the fact that they were being, you know, they were consciously making efforts to bring back the in-park entertainment, um, including, for example, uh, you know, the, Bringing back Candlelight Processional, which is which is back, but it seems like it's going to be a modified experience. And I also noticed there's a lot of not as famous people. Well, yeah, I, I think partially because it all came together so quickly. Yeah, much much uh, you know with much less lead time. Right. No Neil Patrick Harris this year. No. Um. All right. So. Oh, shucky darns. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's move past the retrospective and and you know look a little bit more at at the things that were announced as coming you know forward. Um, so, Indiana Jones is coming back, which we knew. Yay! Right, and the the interesting news to that is that um, there's a lot of talk that it will be an updated uh, show that it'll it'll reference the the film that is currently on hiatus, but being done you know with eighty year old Harrison Ford. <laughs> is there anything left for him to do here? <laughs> show up. Show up, just show up and so yeah. well. I mean, the thing is, the guy's 80 years old, but the only reason that they had to keep taking breaks is because he does things like you know, injure himself, crash landing his ultralight plane, pee his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he yeah, doesn't that seem to be down. <laughs> um, no, but uh, we, we we're gonna get a new show, and, and I, I'm glad to see that it's gonna be updated, and we're gonna get significant, um. It's interesting. We're getting significant updated shows, and then we're also getting sort of, you know, retro shows, right? So we're we're going to get an updated um, Indiana Jones. I'm excited that we're getting an, an updated Phantasmic um, yes. with new scenes. Um, yes, that yeah, needed and, to happen. And that hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll get a, a more you know smoother and, and more coherent narrative as they add in new scenes as well. Um, we can hope that would be a good thing. Um, <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, they also announced that Main Street Electrical Parade that we thought had finally, finally been retired once and for all is going to come back and celebrate its own 50th anniversary at Disneyland Resort. Yay! Which is cool. 
I'm sorry. I, I love, love the that. parade. I love the I love music the too. Parade. Yep. And now, you always knew. But I'm I'm the nostalgia buff, you know. I love that. The, I, I think it's a fantastic parade. Yeah. I mean, and there's something not, about that parade that yeah. makes it really special. And I I, I like yeah. that they're gonna, you know, give it another run. Um I will say I was a little disappointed because there were rumors kind of bubbling around that uh when they announced Main Street to Disneyland, um, you know, the the rumors came back of Paint the Night um coming out to Walt Disney World. Um, as a matter of fact, enough of a, uh, you know, a buzz that there were even some, some rumor discussions, uh, of whether the part, the, uh, the parade would go to, uh, Magic Kingdom or to Hollywood Studios. I would have thought Hollywood Studios, but. Well, I mean, I think the idea was that, that maybe Hollywood Studios, because it was going to still be a while before Fantasmic was done. And so it would give people, a, you know, a nighttime reason to stay late right. at, at Hollywood Studios. Um, I, I mean, I don't love parades at Hollywood Studios. Um, no, just they're terrible there. They're bad for traffic flow, and it's already a small park. Um, yeah. I, parades and, and Hollywood Studios do not go together. But while you're talking about Paint the Night, um, it's exciting that uh, World of Color, the World of Color show is coming back yes. to Disneyland. That's that's great. Yeah, I and love I do that too. I, I'm 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 still a little apprehensive just because they still didn't give a, you know a particular time frame for the return of World of Color, and um, you know given the the state of that lagoon area in um, uh, California Adventure, it, it does seem like you know, the rumors of world of color needing even more extensive repairs than they were able to make when they did the renovation of it. What? 18 months ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't very long ago. Um, but there were rumors at the time that, that they basically identified some foundation cracks that were going to take long-term work. No, it is California, right? When they do put it on the fault line. <laughs> but, but I mean, I guess the good news is that, 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 you know, maybe this means they actually got the time to, to fix it. Right. Um, that would be good. That'd be really good. So, um, yeah. So, so those big larger scale shows, um, are, are coming back. Um, still no word on a nighttime parade anywhere at, at Walt Disney world, despite, you know, pre D 23 rumors that we might get paint the night. Um, but we at least did get word that uh, the the daytime parade, that Festival of Fantasy would be back. And that's really nice because Yay. they also announced that the cavalcades were going to continue. That's right. Which uh, is cavalcades. really good. Yeah, cavalcades will continue and, and we're get getting both? new cavalcades. Even. Yeah. Right. We're, we're getting the wow. uh, Disney Adventure Friends cavalcades. Is that what it's called? Right. It's, it's, it's sort of – it sounds like it's somewhere between, you know, it, it's like – Mickey Mouse meets uh, uh, the the what's the show? I'm drawing a blank on it. Um, you know, Mickey Mouse meets Ducktales. Oh, right. Yeah, it's um, Nick and Judy from Zootopia, Baloo and King from The Jungle Book, uh, the Three Caballeros, Miguel from Coco, and you know, there's just and the Incredibles are also going to be there. Oh, wow. All right, so it's, a, it's cool. a much broader group of characters than I thought initially. I had Which is that. nice. Yeah. Yes. We'll be interesting I to like see. those cavalcades. 
Yeah. I, I'm a little, I'm surprised at the diversity of those characters because one of the things about the cavalcades is that they tended to be more, you know, because they were smaller, right? They tended to be more, more focused on a single story. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's an interesting, interesting. I, I wonder whether they'll all be on the same cavalcade or whether there'll be a series of. Right. Like three or four, you know, floats or whatever you want right. to call them. Right. But still, I mean, the cavalcades just, they're perfect because you don't have to sit around for like three hours waiting for the parade and the tape comes down, the, the ropes go up and all that jazz. It's like this, it just, right. here they are and they're done and they're gone and you can get over to, you know, Adventureland or to wherever you want quickly. Right. Frontierland, not Adventureland. Yeah. You're not waiting for a half oh. an hour. Like, uh, right. I'm not. And, and then there are those that, you know, <laughs> like me, like, oh, here's the back of the parade. Let me run behind the back <laughs> of the parade and get over to Splash Mountain faster. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. The the fact that the Festival of Fantasy Parade will be back, that I think that is just great yeah, news. It is. Complete with the fire-breathing right. dragon and everything. Fire-breathing steampunk <laughs> dragon. I love that parade. It's a great parade. I do too. It is. Uh, and... You know, we also, on the Disneyland side, um, there was a, a you it's know. a good update for uh, Toontown. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. I was trying to yes. Toontown's getting, yes. getting a nice update, which is great for yes. the kids and everything else. I mean. Well, and you know what? My favorite part of the fact that it's getting an update is that it's going to be a true traditional Disney update right i mean the the only things that it looks like we're likely to lose are you know the gadget go coaster which never really felt like it fit with everything else that was there anyway right what what was up with that i mean it was i'm sorry i feel like seinfeld what's up with that it was was, (laughs) you know disney casting about for ip in the late 80s and you know Picking up the tab to distribute an Inspector Gadget movie. But the Toontown Festival is like, my kids are in their 30s, and that was still one of their favorite things when they were little, is the, the Toontown Festival. Just seeing all the all the stuff there. I'm glad it's getting a facelift. I'm glad it's back. I'm glad it's, yeah, it's going to be reimagined. Yeah. It makes me happy. It needed a refresh, so I'm glad it's getting it. Yep. Um, we did get a couple of um, more updates regarding, you know, the the ongoing renovation at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what what mm-hmm. do you what do you guys think of the new um, Dreamers Point uh, sort of spot? Right, the Dreamers Point statue with the new the new Walt statue. And didn't they say something about being interactive? I, I don't think it'll actually be interactive. Okay. Um, in in that the statue interacts, right. but uh, have you seen the the? It well, looks the cool. Yeah. You sit down next to him, but right, and that's what I was just going to say. Have you seen the concept art for it? Yes, I did. Um, yeah, yeah, because it's a very different statue than the partner statues, right? I mean, the partner right. statues are are you know Walt standing up and kind of looking out to the horizon, and um, they feel very much. And Roy sitting down. Well, and and yeah, the, yeah. the partner statues feel very mm-hmm. much like sort of, you know, um, maybe a, a younger Walt 
you know, kind of sharing his vision with Mickey, right? Kind mm-hmm. of looking out at what they're going to make. Right, yes. looking at what they have. The Dreamer statue feels almost the opposite. It almost feels like an older Walt sitting and got just kind of taken in what they've done. And wouldn't you say that is kind of like, well, and what what dreams may right, yet right. come? Oh, oh you know? yeah, no, that's, no, I'm not saying that. It, I'm not saying it in a, in a in a final way. It just looks no, more no, like pensive it's all over. to me. No. Yeah. And and I love the. I mean, we'll see what the final statue actually looks like. But I love the expression on his face because the expression on his face is this sort of. Um, I mean, he's smiling, but it's a. Uh, it's. I'm, I'm trying to find the right words for it. The expression on his face to me is sort of. Um, it's the look that a grandfather gets watching their kid or grandkid, you know, do something that they love doing, mm. right? That's the look that that face tells mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it's a, a little bit um, reminiscent and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm having a hard time coming yeah. with the right word for it. But, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's like, um, it's like a vicarious There you go. Presence. Yeah, and, so it's, a, it's a vicarious yeah. thrill of seeing people enjoy his park is it more of a yeah you'd say i did it i made it it's here because yeah yeah, but but i mean really it it, yes but it to me it really feels more like it the look on his face looks to me and and i'm sure i'm bringing my own baggage into this but (laughs) it it just feels like it it feels like he's he's not just taking in the architecture Right. This is. Yeah. Not just the what is, but the what was and what will be the whole, the whole cosmic. Well, and, and, and seeing, idea, and seeing people interact right? with it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's how, how the, the dream from what 56, right, 50 exactly. years ago is, has turned what it's turned into and what it has yet to I mean, become. it's like he, like you said, he, he's I'm looking at the picture now and it's like, he's smiling but also taking in what it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he's like looking, you mm-hmm. can tell he's exactly. focused, but at the same time he's enjoying what he's looking at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out where this is exactly going to be. Like, And for a statue to encompass all of those feelings, that's like, well, yeah, especially, really I mean, this is, a, this is a that little is piece really of concept well art and it's really conveying all right? of this to me. I, I think that location-wise, we're talking sort of entrance plaza um, to the when right. you first walk in over to the right, exactly where where the graveyard was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The graveyard. <laughs> the graveyard. Yeah. Yep. But you're right. Yep. Um, yeah, because because the whole point is it's going to have this view of the park and of Spaceship Earth. So um, I think they're going to it's going to have some sort of a platform or or you know elevation to it um, so that you can get that view. That'd be cool. Um, and then, I don't know. I was less impressed with the the new quick service restaurant. It seemed to me like yeah. a, a rather generic replacement for Electric Umbrella. Hey, hey, hey! Leave out Electric Umbrella. <laughs> well, it, it, <laughs> hey, yeah. I no, I'm now. not talking no, about that. No, I mean, yeah, I agree. You it can't needed, fight me on I that one. Needed a replacement, but I mean. 
Connections Cafe and Eatery. Like, what's it mean? Connections Cafe. Only if there's free <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, Connections, I mean, I just don't. I don't that's what it's about. It, it seems, <laughs> like I said, it feels very generic. And it didn't need to be. Well, no, because there was so much they right. could have done in that area. Yeah. But hang on a second. Hang on a second. Think about electronic. Electronic. Oh, electron. oh, I'm sorry. Electric umbrella. What What did that really convey? I mean, it too was extremely. Well, generic. it had its own issues. It, so, but, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I well, guess to some extent, smell. you could say that it's a, a reference back to, you know, Communicore and, and that stuff that was in that area. But I don't know. I, I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, mm, I think about interventions the way it used to be 30 years ago. And, you know, are they trying to pay homage to that, do you think? Is is that kind of part of the plan? Is that the idea? We used to eat in interventions, I I remember. Well, there were so many. Like quick service uh, or whatever it was. The futuristic things that you know they thought would mm-hmm. come to pass, and well, we're supposed to have flying. I've cars been waiting for those too, for twenty right? years now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it was, it was all the sponsored. <laughs> I know. Intervention stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I just felt like it, it was a chance to go all in with their with their new themed neighborhoods, and instead of going all in with their themed neighborhood, they went with a very generic connection cafe. It honestly they looks like they, they, they're dropped back five and planted. They play, they pulled it down. Oh. <laughs> no, it honestly looks like sunshine seasons part two. It right. Does. Exactly. I couldn't, I, I couldn't have explained it better. That That's exactly what I see. And, the, and okay. While we're whining about this, the name, the name makes no <laughs> sense. Cafe and eatery. Not cafe. I mean, and eatery. Okay, it's a restaurant and a restaurant. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're here to get food and food. Yeah. Right. It's a bistro <laughs> and cafe. All right. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I, All I right. know that Disney has their thing lately of of including, you know, every item on the menu in the name of the restaurant. But I mean, mm. Connections Cafe and Eatery, if they're including all the things that you could, you know, eat on the menu is that is this, is this the cannibalism restaurant yeah oh god <laughs> now you've gone off the rails <laughs> <laughs> oh but hold, what's on the menu what's on Monkey the menu brains. is it just the same burgers <sighs> burgers and tots yeah. and chicken fingers and really yeah. hey <laughs> nothing wrong with that <laughs> <laughs> if it's an eatery you're going to call it right. an eatery no, give me something imaginative. Well, huh? Yeah, it doesn't have to be really fancy, but well, yeah, again, give it an identity and, chi- and, and, and just calling it Connections Eatery. Yeah, whatever doesn't mean anything. It doesn't float my boat. Um, right. Now, we did get to me the biggest news about Epcot that we got. Mm, I know what you're going to say. That mm-hmm. we now have a much narrower. Uh, target for the opening of Guardians of Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. And I will give them all the credit in the world because, you know, I didn't think there was any chance that this was going to be a 2022 opening. I mean, we've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure that I had my money on 2023. 
they must have been really busting hump on that over the last couple of years. Well, during you know during the COVID thing, but they already had the outside done, so you know you could get a lot of work done on the inside, and nobody knows. Um, but I'm, I'm super for pumped it. Really for it. Am. And I the one ready. downfall that I'm worried about is summer starts June what 21st and right. in September 20th. Right. Are we going to get it like <laughs> September 20th? Because we'll, we'll see. I mean, we've talked about this right. before. I, I think that, that Disney has really started to have sort of favorite windows for mm-hmm. these, these ride openings. And so, if if they can all get it done, I would not be at all surprised if they actually, you know, open this over Memorial Day weekend because they love Memorial well, Day. Well, they weekend. they love Memorial Day weekend because then it gives them all summer, right? And they can and and that would be something if they and get they, it, done it lets then. them you know steal the spotlight from all the other destinations in the area for the right. holiday season. Anything else? Um, yeah. If they can do it, that well, because they love wow, that, that, and they love amazing. basically right after Labor Day, right? So, and, and that would be the other thing is that mm-hmm. they could do it after Labor Day, and the advantage that they always have for after Labor Day is that the crowds are smaller, mm-hmm. and so that it gives they can it bring gives in a, the, a boost at the gate. But hmm. and, and for uh, from the aspect of business management and wanting to you know boost the ticket sales, I see that. But you know, kids are in school, and that's a fact you can't right. change. So. Yeah, uh, I I don't know that they'll right. wait that long. Well, we'll I see. I mean, I don't know that we'll, we'll necessarily do another round of of you know trying to pick a date. We will, but yeah, yeah but, we can, but we can come back to that. Um, I think you know we, I'm sure that that a little bit farther down the road we'll be able to do a, a whole another uh, show devoted to that kind of thing. But you know, at least we have a, a, a target of summer 2022. Um, I appreciate having a li- at least a little bit of certainty there. Um, you know, we don't have people who are are either putting off trips for twenty until twenty twenty three because they want to wait to go until after it opens, and by the same token, we don't have people who are you know cranky and rescheduling because they decided to book a trip for you Didn't know get it. March twenty twenty two and it's not going to be there yet. So that definitely means Tron is not till twenty twenty three. Right, I, I think so. I don't. Th- I don't think it'll. It'll. I don't think it'll happen any sooner than that. I really don't, based on what I'm seeing. Yeah. It looked so close when I was there, but who knows? They're they're still putting up the canopies outside. Yeah, but I mean, what is that? Yeah, what you but saw? I mean, like, are they what? What's left inside? Right. Well, that's the right. none of us know. I mean, they won't show us here's that. the thing. It's got the Tron has this gorgeous outside, right? Mm-hmm. And once they have that shell up, and then oh, they yeah. can go ahead and install the lighting, they actually get some run out of having that up and lit up without even having the ride open, mm-hmm. right? So they yeah. almost get more benefit from getting that shell finished, and and frankly, they could have a ride completely ready to go, but you know they're probably just as well off letting people anticipate it for another six to eight months. Excitement. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And just you got you got that, you know, you got you got the 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 transportation authority and and Magic Kingdom that drives right by it yeah. so they can see it. So yeah, you're building that excitement. Everybody wants to do it. Oh, when's it gonna open? 
yeah, you're 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 building new. You're building a new story without even having to do anything but exactly. turn on lights, right? Now, the other thing is that there are some practical issues too. Um, you know, remember that uh, we've still got you know once they get the last of this external structure stuff done, they still have to get the railroad back online. Um, Which is very yes, true. That's the other thing. I was and they showed a to, picture of yep, the new railroad. They took that offline. Right. Well, cause they renovated the, the trains. Um, and it looks like they got a really nice uh, refurb on the trains. Well, did they, did they move the tracks? Well, around? they, so they that, they've had to redirect Tron? the tracks around drawn. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, it's kind of cool. a big deal. As a matter of fact, I think the the track actually for the first time <laughs> there's a right turn. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, a right turn. Um, do we? But do we have any word yet on when that's going to reopen? I don't. I've not seen anything. Well, that's that's just it. I mean, I I don't know that we have an answer to when the train comes back, and and they can't like. They're going to have to pause working on Tron, right? While they're working mm-hmm. on the train, because the the train is like it, parts of it are are overhead. Yeah, we only of the do site one thing at a time, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they had to pull the tracks out that that would have interfered with Tron in exactly. the first place. So, mm-hmm. as long as they got another crew working on that, that could actually reopen. Prior to oh yeah Tron. probably oh, definitely say. but but my point is that yeah. as as finished as Tron looks, they can't finish working on it and they can't open it until the train is redone. Right, the train's moving around and exactly, yeah. yep. And it's been closed yep. a long time. Yeah, it has. Are we it like has. three years now? Yeah, three has. and a half. Like I said, I, I I'm a buff of this stuff. I'm like I want to I want to get on yeah. that ride it again. It's been a long time. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I would say that, that Tron is at least 2023. It'll probably be 2023. Who knows when mm-hmm. in 2023, but they didn't give us any more no. news about that. I, I guess part of what makes me think that they're going to finish that shell and, and you know, slow play it with lighting and stuff is that they made a point of, you know, releasing new photos of the progress and talking about how the beautiful building is progressing. And it just feels like they want to play that up for a while. Um, so less sort of a, a specific, you know, in park thing. Um, I thought there were some interesting things coming out about sort of practical technology coming to uh, Disney parks, um, Walt Disney world and, and even Disneyland. The new magic bands and other parks around the world right. too. So, the, so new magic bands, yep. right. We're going to get Go magic ahead. band two. No yep. magic yep. band plus. Okay. Magic band plus. plus. That's right. The current one is designed 2.0 plus. Right. Um, so Magic yeah. Band Plus, which um, looks like it, it's more of a, a true cool. wearable device, not just a, you know, a, a, a housing a for an RFID chip. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's interesting. Not available yet, my friends. Um, and then that'll actually be available at Disneyland. So mm-hmm. that'll be the first uses of, of Magic Band um, at, at Disneyland. Um, so that'll be interesting. Um, they've already said it won't work exactly the same at Disneyland. I think some of that's infrastructure, um, but still will, as they put it, 
unlock unique moments of magic for Disneyland Resort guests. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can't they standardize things across the park? Seriously. It really is, I think, a, a physical infrastructure thing. There's just some stuff that they, because of the density of the park and the age of the park, there's just not necessarily room for all of the things that they need. Yeah, I can see that. But it just seems like, okay, it's it it's a humongous job to retrofit, to make things standardized. It's something that's going to take a lot of years to do. I just feel like we need to start making some progress <laughs> towards that. Um, but who am I to say, well, right? Um, and then, you know, the other piece is I'm kind of intrigued by the their their sort of customized Alexa that's going to be going into all of their yeah uh, the hotel the rooms. hotel rooms yeah the resort rooms I, I that will be interesting I, I've seen that it was like okay so what am I going to get from that I'm, I'm like researching this going okay so you can get what uh, park hours you can get all the general information that you could get off the TV screen. What else can they offer? Well, I mean, that? I think a lot of it is just a different way of interacting. So if you think of it, it's like how many times, and, and maybe less when you're, it's just your, you and, and Angie, you know, two adults traveling together. But, you know, if I'm, if I'm kind of dashing around a, a hotel room with two kids and everybody's trying to get dressed for parks in the morning and, you know, you're playing that game where, you have to keep you you keep looking back at the TV and you know you just missed when the park you're actually interested in you know has just scrolled past or or you know you you're standing there with one leg in your pants waiting for the other <laughs> for the next bit of information to come up and instead you just shout out you know hey disney how late's animal hey. kingdom open tonight yeah Exactly. Which is cool. And you saw the concept of the, like the Alexa. Well, that's just, that's exactly what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's a smart speaker that can, that's specific to Disney stuff. So yeah, that'll be, I think it'll be interesting. I'll, I know I'll use it. I will be checking it out and seeing what I remember when they sent out surveys about, do you want Alexa products in your room? I never yeah. got that survey. I'd be like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can we use the smart speaker to make our reservations in virtual Ooh. queues? Now that would now be you're talking valuable. real money. That's that would be good thing. stuff. Well, and and you know, I almost wonder whether there's something to that 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 it might you know alleviate some of the the issues. Although I don't know, it cut it, it potentially cuts both ways. Because on the one hand, if they're going to have all of these connected Alexa devices, then that means, you know, I mean, how many rooms are there at All-Stars? You know, I mean. 1,955, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, seriously. You know that number right off the top of your head. So, so okay. if yeah. there's that, that's, that's 1,900 more devices <laughs> connected to resort Wi-Fi. Right, nineteen hundred more IP addresses that have to be assigned. You just said the magic phrase. 
is their Wi-Fi equipped to handle that? It can't handle well now, that right now. now. But, but here's the other piece to it. Here's the flip side to that. The flip side to that concern is, um, do you know what WhisperNet is? Nope. Okay. Whispernet? Never so, all and of the Alexa devices. Oh, Aaron. All of all of Amazon's devices, the Echo devices, and all of those. You must not have actually one in do. The room it's right next to me over here. But it. But I. But I. Have to but tell I it. Never changed mind. its go word to. Um, I changed mine too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something else. Um, <laughs> but uh, yep. uh, anyway, Sorry, go ahead. They all have essentially their own. I forget what they actually call it. They, they call it like sidewalk net or something like that. But basically, all. All of these devices have the ability to link up with other devices to use them as network extenders. Oh, so like what we have in our house, Ooh. kind of. Now, hold it's it's. Hold there's been a now, lot of controversy about it. I actually have it turned off on my devices because there are some privacy concerns about it. Um, but sure, but theoretically, at least. You know, there there may be a way to leverage the built-in capability to use this short-range, low-data network. You know, to to deal with some of that communication that's specific to Disney, right? As long as you know, maybe it's it knows to use that network for the Hey Disney requests. Oh, you just brought something to mind here. If I've got, let's say I've got family members in room 1311 and I can say, hey, Disney, drop in on 1311. I'm going to guess that they're going to have you know, drop so in can, disabled that for privacy reasons. Drop, oh, drop in, yeah. 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 Wake up. Call 1311. <laughs> hey, man, are you ready to go? You guys ready to go yet? No, we need 15 I mean, more minutes. Uh, theoretically, okay, I guess fine. it, it we'll depends on how much they such allow such. you to customize Right, because drop in is something that you have to yeah. to uh, set up and yeah, drop in is a big ends. privacy concern. I wouldn't want anybody necessarily right. dropping in on me and right. But to the extent that I can use it to call other rooms as opposed to using a phone or even well, using the cell, I just start speaking. Okay, you know, more likely you'll be able to use it for things like calling for room service, calling mm-hmm. for the front desk, calling for um, yeah, the concierge, you know, mm-hmm. towel service. Right, um, mm-hmm. you know, and and that that maybe helps you know get them out of the business of having to provide uh, as much service for you know old wireline phones that are constantly having problems. That's exactly what I was going to suggest: is uh, landlines more and more yeah. a thing of the past, right? Um, in any case, I think that there's some interesting potential there. I mean, some some all kinds of different things that they might be able to, to use it for. And among them, I'm going to be interested to see how much of the Hey Disney features are things that will also work on your Echo devices at home. Right. That would be cool. And I'm yeah. sure it's only going to get better. I'm, it's. Oh, yeah. The I just don't talk to right. mine enough. Right. But, I, I mean, I'm thinking about things like, Oh, you know, I talk to mine all the time. What if what if you could at you know six AM make dining reservations? That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disney, hey Disney, make my um yep. breakfast at Chef Mickey's on yep. Thursday at yep. seven AM. There's only eight fifteen. Is that okay? Right. 
<laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yes, make my reservation at Space 220 for 6.30 p.m. Yeah, it comes back to me. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm a little excited about it. I think it'll be interesting to see how they implement. Um, and while we're on the subject of tech, they also showed off uh, some of the tech for Galactic Star Cruiser. Um you know, if we, we put aside, mm-hmm. you know, the geeky awkwardness of <laughs> Josh Tomorrow with a lightsaber in his hands, um, what <laughs> what did enough. you think of the uh, lightsaber training? I thought it was cool. I wish I could do it. I'm like, I'm not sure I'm ready to spend that kind of money on that experience. But uh, is that is that yes. included in the price? But don't you have to buy the lightsaber? If you want to take it home with you after. Oh, but they well, offer, I, I didn't know this, that they offer a lightsaber for you to be able to use. For I'm training. fairly certain that they'll have them available for use if you don't have, I would imagine purchased one. But if, when you, once you've stopped in Galaxy's Edge, if you go out and build one and bring it back in, will that be? I think it will be because I'm looking now at the interactive, yeah, at the one that they did and mm-hmm. it looks the same as the one Michaela built. That would be sweet. I mean, I would. I, I love. I love Josh. I'd that but that, that was pretty below par. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he was awkward. How but, do you really but the feel, concept, Willie? I mean, it, the it concept really does, is really cool. Yeah, I mean, it it reminds me of the scene in the movie. You know, I mean, no, you don't get the floating orb, but it's about as close as you could get to the floating orb scene, right? When Luke is doing the thing with the blast shield right. over his face. Hmm. Um. Yeah. That. Mm. Yeah, you've. Uh, it doesn't have to right. be a floating orb, right? You've got the thing it's in the exactly wall. Exactly what it is. Like that's what he demonstrated is the thing yeah, in the it, wall. It's, that, it's the same right. thing. It's the same right. idea. Can you? Can you? Can you right. meet it? Can you counter it? Yeah. Um, it was just yeah, a little yeah. slow. Right. Well, like I said, it was also yeah, his first well, time. He's a little slow, right. but it's okay. <laughs> I Probably. did. I did like that he walked don't think into well Galactic Star Cruiser without a mask on, and then he had a mask on when he was in the room. Right. I was like, you know, that that's pretty cool. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. it just yeah. magically appeared. <laughs> um, you know, I I, I I thought the control room, uh, you know, the the bridge videos looked really cool. You want to go into hyperspace and you just pull down like uh-huh. that was that was really cool. Like. <laughs> Awesome. And I'm glad the buttons do stuff. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. Not just, oh, okay, cool. You know. Right. No, it's a true interactive mm-hmm. experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Mission Space, you sit down. Okay. Confessions here. How many of you, which of you two have really actually pushed the buttons, flipped the switches, and seen what the thing actually does? Because I do. It's like, you can push different buttons yeah. and flip different switches and they make different noises. They don't do anything. <laughs> well, it's like you're noises. the captain or you're the co-pilot. They're all the same. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, Ooh. but still. I've done both. And I will say this. Whatever. I'll never go on orange again. <laughs> <laughs> it ruined Weenie. my Epcot day. You're supposed to drink a lot of water when you get off. Uh, I think I did the opposite Mm -hmm. before I got on. (laughs) Yeah. uh, 
don't no tequila. You got to go with water when you get off of oh. Orange side. I'm just it's just green means go. That's what it water. is. Green means go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I can understand it. You only want to see those chicken nuggets once. That's right. They don't no. taste the same no, the second no, no, time no, no, around. No. Am I right? They're unbattered. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's nasty. <laughs> Um, we did get a little bit more information too, uh, about Disney wish, you know, um, we got a lot of information Ooh, you know, yeah. the last time we had a series of announcements, we, we got a lot, but, but they filled in some good blanks, including, um, information about the stage shows for Disney wish. The little mermaid show looks like it's going to be really good. And it, it really is about time, right? I mean, how how much more appropriate well, is it, it is. to have you know on the it, sea, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna do a show at sea, a musical show at sea, shouldn't the singing mermaid, you know, be at the center of it? Well, I never understood that. Like they did the Aladdin and they did the the villains, like Beauty and the Beast. What happened to the right. water? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Right. So, uh, okay. So the the wish, um, the wish, their their uh, ceremonial captain, Minnie, is Minnie, which is awesome, right? So now they've got seize the adventure that is uh, is starring Minnie Mouse. Start well. So it, it stars I, Goofy. Goofy. Minnie Minnie oh, is thought, his his sort of uh, sidekick or right. his his co pilot or however you yes. want to. Minnie is helping Goofy find the power of imagination with the help of other Disney characters, including Tinkerbell on a ship. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whatever. I'm sorry. I'm reading this off. Like, okay, whatever. But yeah. um, Captain Minnie. It's a big deal that Captain Minnie is one of the captains on the wish. They've made a really big deal of it. And okay. So um, the fact that it's Goofy and, Many Captain Many, I I I will watch it. I will get on that ship and go watch that show. Totally. I just want to get on the ship, and I want to <laughs> I want to take the slide. I know I'm not going to be able to, but I want to take. Oh, it. Sir. No, you're not into the kids club. Yeah, no, Willie, no, Willie, <laughs> no. They won't even let you do that during open house hours. No, I don't think so either. Um, yeah, I mean, I. I really like what they're doing with the wish. Um, I, I have been very impressed really with, with all of the things that they've announced for it. I think that they've done a great job. I love the, you know, the star Wars, um, bar for the adults. I love the the Marvel, you know, interactive meal. That's got a whole show built into it. Now I'm going to see how that works because the Ant-Man, the Mm -hmm. whole Ant-Man thing, I want to see how they pull that stuff off. Cause it's not going to be what we see in the promo videos. Hmm. It's just not. But how do they pull it off? What What are they going to do? I, I I'm yeah. I'm ready to see it. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um. So yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like creatively, they really they've done a great job with Wish. Well, I think they. I think, and I hate to say it, COVID kind of helped because it gave them an extra year. To really mm-hmm. make this ship absolutely amazing, to they bust it. it. <laughs> well, totally and, 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 it. I mean, 
it would have been easy to just follow the template, right? Because mm-hmm. it's been so successful. Of um, course. To follow the template from, yeah. uh, you know, dream and fantasy. But, um, you know, I, I really like that they took advantage of the fact that they have some new technology that they can use on the ship, uh, you know, a little bit of additional space they've had to work with on the ship. And I like that, you know, they'll they'll be offering a uniquely different experience. It won't just be a ship with a different name. It'll be a different experience on that ship. Yeah. And all of it adds yeah, up. It's, it's a different ship, a different plan, a different way of, of commute of uh, propelling the ship. I, I like that, but the fact that they're reimagining all the experiences on the ship, I think that's cool. While we're talking about it, have you heard any update on lighthouse point? Cause I know not a word. Okay. Sorry, folks listening, Lighthouse Point is going to be the new Bahamas landing for um, for the Wish and other ships. Yeah, I mean, I, I suspect that the earliest they're actually going to be able to use Lighthouse Point is probably going to be 24. Um, I was thinking later. I was yeah, thinking 26, 27. Yeah. Well, because really? if they, they haven't started on? anything on it, I mean, it's already 2022. Oh, they've started on it. Yeah, but but how much did they stop? They've got a lot of dredge work. What have they been able to do? Yeah, there is a lot of work. Um, And and remember, Lighthouse Point is there because they need the space for longer-term expansion. Wish is the first of, you know, there are three more common, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's... it's less important to have it's, Lighthouse Point up and running now for Wish. It's more important that Lighthouse Point is up and running efficiently when, you know, ships two and three the of this come new online. class, yep. the Triton class, come out. Yeah. Yes. And that'd be another fun game. Try to name those ships. Right. Well, we, we did that with the Wish. <laughs> yeah. But we're out of dream, we're out of fantasy, we're out of magic, we're out of wonder, we have wish. What's next? Oh, I'm sure we can come up with some words. Anyway, I'm sorry, I digress. I just wanted to know if either of you have heard about. So I I think we covered most of the big items that were announced. Um, Looking back at it, you know. Tim, if you had to pick one announcement that was the one that was most exciting to you, which one was it? Without a doubt, the announcement of at least narrowing down Cosmic Rewind to summer of 2022. Granted, that could be anytime within a three to four month period, but uh, it's coming. It's almost there. The The acting and recording stuff is done. Um, so yeah, to me, that was the most exciting piece. How about you, Willie? What was the most exciting announcement from D23 for you? It's going to sound crazy, but I love the magic bands. Okay. But what I really like well, is wrong the with that. new DVC resorts that are coming into the Disneyland hotel. Oh, I'm yes. really yes. excited because that gives us we more didn't talk options about that. out there. We didn't bring that up. No, we didn't really talk about that. No, it's not just the Grand Californian anymore. It's the Disneyland Hotel. They're building a wing, and there will be a Tinkerbell magic addition right. to that on the outside. So that's, a, yeah, that's like a bonus. Really cool. Yeah, so. totally. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it'll be interesting. Um, How about you, Aaron? You know, what do you I, think? 
I've gone round and round about it, and and I'm going to go ahead and break my own rules and pick two, um, because I'm going to choose one for each coast, um, and that is uh, the the renovation of uh, or the reimagination of Toontown in Disneyland. Uh, I think it's overdue, and I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Uh, and then mm-hmm. on the other side, you know, it may feel a little pedestrian, but um, it, it's the revamped Fantasmic. Um, you know, it, I, I like it because a, I like that they're adding new scenes and updating the show and B, I like that it tells me, you know, what's happening with that theater, that it will definitely be phantasmic coming back. Um, you know, not, not a complete change out of the show. You know, that's a good point, Aaron. Um, I don't necessarily, uh, it, to me, fa- uh, phantasmic is a one and done thing. But I will totally go see the the revamp to see what they do with it. I will totally do that. Well, that's how Good I looked point. at it because I'm I'm not a huge fan of Fantasmic. I feel it's too long and drug out. But now I want to see what they're going to do, and I know it's going to be good. Like they're they're not putting all their eggs in this basket for you know kite right. tails. Right. <laughs> and and I will say well, and maybe that's what the next question is. So the the next question is. After all of this, and we've gone through the announcements, what was the one thing that you were most disappointed not to hear more about, if anything? I would, I would love Good to question. have heard more about something at Animal Kingdom besides the show that's going into Nemo. Right, right. Which is just, which is a revamped a, Nemo show of some kind. Exactly. I. Yeah. And for those who haven't heard, that's what's up. They're doing a revamp on the Nemo show uh, to what the the big ocean. Yeah, what, some, I don't even remember it? the name, but something like that. I mean, it, yeah, it was a little correct. underwhelming. And not it a leave detail. Animal Kingdom out there again. Right. Um, all right. So so Willie was disappointed that we didn't get more for for from Animal Kingdom. Um, and how about you, Tim? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think they were quite light on anything going on in the Magic Kingdom, other than you know the return of the the Festival of Fantasy parades and and the continuation of the the cavalcades. I mean, that's great and wonderful. I'm not a big parade guy. I will watch the Festival of Fantasy. I love that parade. What else is there for that one? Um, you know, they've, I would like, I th- okay, let me, let me narrow it down to one thing. I think I would have liked to have heard a release date for Tron. Give us a solid date. I think that's probably the biggest disappointment in my mind. How about you? Well, what you do know, you think? I think that for me, um, I would say the the biggest disappointment was that we did not get a Walt Disney World parade announcement of some kind. Um, I, you know, I really would have liked to have heard something, um, you know, and even if it was to confirm that, you know, we're not doing parades at Magic Kingdom and maybe here's why, you know, if that's the case. Mm -hmm. But, um, I feel like really, I mean, and I guess it's somewhat the same thing, but, um, you know, Parade at Magic Kingdom, and and I wish we would have heard something about Hollywood Studios fireworks. Um, you know, we still don't have. I mean, that was a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. 
was it was oh my, my gosh, favorite it's a great show. show at Walt Disney World. I liked it even more mm-hmm. than Happily Ever After. Um, you know, hands down, it, the, that Star Wars fireworks show was fantastic. Um, it hasn't come back. They haven't. They've been very quiet about it. I haven't heard a single word. Um, you know. I, I'd like to hear an update. I'd like to know what's happening there. Uh, at this point, it, it looks more and more like it just won't come back. Uh, but if not, that that would be such yeah, a shame really if a it doesn't, because that's such a good and, show and and a great yeah. reason to hang out late at Hollywood Studios. Exactly. I mean, most of the time you it's you leave Hollywood me. Studios by seven o'clock, especially if you don't want to go to Phantasma. But but not if there's right. the fireworks. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going anywhere. I, I, I want to see and, the fireworks here. I almost wonder yeah. whether this is one of those where they're playing the long game again, right? Because at the moment, they're trying mm. to sort of build the audience for uh, uh, Harmonious. And so, you know, maybe they're not saying anything on I purpose because they point. want people to sample Harmonious first. But, I mean, I know more than mm-hmm. once, you know, we – walked out the international gateway from Epcot and fast walked it across to Hollywood studios to catch the, the fireworks after dinner in Epcot. Mm-hmm. You mean, uh, Hollywood yeah, well, studios? We, we eat dinner early at Epcot. Right. And then walk over and then hike over. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. 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 But you yeah. could also, at some point, sometimes mm-hmm. they would do the show at eight and then you could go back to Epcot right. and do the other and one. You could do both. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double yeah, dip. Make right. a double yep. out of it. And I think they're trying to do that a little bit with Enchantment because Enchantment's been at eight o'clock almost every night. Right. Yes. Oh, really? I didn't know that. So you could do Enchantment and get on the monorail and still see Harmonious. Ooh. If you got the park harper. Yeah. That's a good thought. I'll have to think about that one. And and, I mean, you know, I I can see that to some extent that that they're trying to build audience for Harmonious and and get people to Epcot in the evenings because the food and beverage folks at Epcot, you know, really need that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a big Mm -hmm. part of their business. But. um, Well, it's kind of becoming a year round festival, isn't it? Is there a time other than during the holidays when they don't have a festival going on with special um, food? they're, They're like. Six weeks or something during the year that are in between times. And he means six total weeks. Yes. Right. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, so total a week here and a week there. Because mm-hmm. food and wine ended yesterday. Or today. Mm-hmm. Today. Yes. And then and then and uh, the holiday celebrations. Nothing starts. until the arts festival? No, holiday celebrations start. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. This yes, weekend. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Or maybe this week. Right. So there's like, there's the like arts, a week until the land and we'll go straight into the arts and then festival. There's a, and then after we'll that, there's like two weeks at the, after the holiday or no, the 12th, oh, about a week and a half. I think is the arts festival. Yeah. Right. So there's about a week and a half mm-hmm. after uh, holidays before festival of the arts. And there's another about a week and a half between the end of festival of the arts garden. and flower and garden. Yeah. Well, and I guess there's no, there's only no, enough time no for them to change over. Well, except this year when they had food enough. wine all summer. Well, right, but that's <laughs> not coming back. I mean, right. So yeah, so the, the the biggest festival break is basically from you know May to August. Oh, during right. high season, yeah. When people are going right. to be there anyway, right. spending their money, mm-hmm. right? Got it. And it wouldn't surprise me if we don't get a 
you know, a summer festival once the renovations are done at, at Epcot. Cause I think the idea is for World Showcase to be a year round celebration festival. festival. Right. Sure. Well, and they also did say that the front of uh, Epcot wouldn't be done till 2023. Right. Which is great because then that gives them time to create a nice festival for the summer. I mean, sure. I don't want food and wine going from June to Mm. November. That's just yeah. Needs to be something else. If if for nothing, if for no other reason, then I mean, just the food safety issues in the hot summer. Well, well, not only that, uh, the whole idea of the 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 flavors of the fall uh, and the food festival. You know, to me, um, that they they designed the food and wine stuff to, to go right. with the season. Well, why not do a, a summer season where things are light right. and refreshing? Yeah, I could see yeah, that. I mean, they, they did some of that with flower and garden, right. With the grill, with the grill to kitchens an and stuff. And, and you know, yeah. it depends. Like if they want to pull that from, you know, if they want to go a different direction with the flower and garden stuff and, and, you know, make it, you know, summer barbecue season or something, you know, maybe there's a there's something to do there. But anyway, that that's getting off into another topic. So all right. I know. That's, that's a whole another whole nother show. So right? we've had a good time here talking about uh all the goings on from D twenty three. We'd love to hear from you and hear what excited you from the various announcements that were made during the Destination D23 event. Uh, we'd love to hear what your thoughts are. What did you like? Uh, what did we miss? What did we get wrong? Um, tell us about it. You can email us at podcast at disdads.com. Visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash disdadspodcast or on Twitter at twitter.com slash disdadspodcast. You can get, reach us individually. Uh, you can get to me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at mousemastertravel.com. You can try to tell Tim to control himself and stay on topic by emailing him at... Uh, seriously. <laughs> Send it to me at tim.hicks at fantasticmemoriestravel.com. And don't forget, if you're like not picking up this podcast, you can be pick it up on Spotify and other places where you get your podcasts. Give us a review, please. Yes, please do. You can email Willie at... Willie at wickedmousetravel.com. That's W-I-L-L-I-E at wickedmousetravel.com. And uh, until next time, I've been your host, Aaron Ripmaster. And oh, before we forget, in addition to wanting to get feedback from you in terms of of reviews and and things like that um the challenge is still live right go to walt disney world get yourself that mr toad dome cake get video of you consuming the whole thing and send that video in uh hopefully with your Uh review and we've got a bright shiny disdads.com coffee mug with your name on it and we want to see it so until next time i've been your host aaron ripmaster with my trusty co-hosts, Willie Crocker. Have a wicked wild night. And Tim Hicks. Remember me when you want to travel far. Remember me. I'll help you wish upon a star. <laughs> Good night, folks. We'll see you real soon.
don't play a damn. I got to keep on. I don't play a damn thing, man. I got to keep on. I don't play a damn. I got to keep on. I don't play a damn thing.